Our New Testament reading today is um, from the writer of Hebrews. We will read some from the first chapter and a lot from the second chapter. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets. But in this last days, he has spoken to us by a son, whom he appointed heir of all things. Through him, he also created the worlds. He is the reflection of God's glory, the exact imprint of God's very being. And he sustains all things by his powerful word. When he had made purification for sins, he sat at the right hand of the majesty on high, having become as much superior to angels as the name he has inherited is more excellent than theirs. Therefore, we must pay greater attention to what we have heard, so that we do not drift away from it. For if the message declared through angels was valid and every transgression or disobedience has received a just penalty, how can we escape if we neglect so great a salvation? It was declared at first through the Lord, and it was attested to by those who heard him, while God added his testimony by signs and wonders and various miracles, and by gifts of the Holy Spirit, distributed according to his will. Now God did not subject the coming world about which we are speaking to angels, but someone has testified somewhere. We are human beings that are mindful of them, or mortals that you can care for them. We have made them for a little while lower than the angels. You have crowned them with glory and honor, subjecting all things, their heart and their feet. Now subjecting all things to them, God left another thing outside their control. As it is, we do not yet see everything in subjection to them. But we do not see, but we do see Jesus, who for a little while was made lower than the angels, now crowned with glory and honor because of the suffering of death, so that by the grace of God he might taste death for everyone. It was fitting that God, for whom and through whom all things exist, in the beginning many children who glory, should take the pioneer of their salvation, perfect through suffering. For the one who sanctifies and those who are sanctified all have one Father. For this reason, Jesus is not ashamed to call them brothers and sisters, saying, I will proclaim your name to my brothers and sisters. In the midst of the congregation, I will praise you. And again, I will put my trust in him. And again, hear am I in the children whom God has given me. The word of God for the people of God. Amen. You know, when it came time to buy my son his first vehicle, it was apparent to me sometime around sixth grade that somewhere on his birth certificate it was written and so he shall have a four-wheel drive truck. 
I mean, it got to the point where we'd be driving down Highway 49, and he'd go, Mom, is that a two-wheel or a four-wheel drive truck? <laughs> I got pretty good at guessing. <laughs> but that was not what we thought he should have right off the bat. He needed to learn a little humility, which he did over a couple of years. But much to his surprise, he nicknamed it the Flying White Jelly Bean. We all have nicknames for our cars in my family. But our friend Jimmy Ostelet, down in Jennings, had a Chevrolet Trailblazer that this elderly gentleman had driven twice a week for years. He drove it to the bank and he drove it to church. So when Jimmy said it was in great condition, it was not, uh, did not have a lot of mileage. It was not um, worn out. That he would just take it to church. And then he would park it in his garage. Sounded like a deal to us. And so there was the flying white jelly bean, as it was lovingly called. And it th I thought about these scriptures when I, that brought that to mind. And then I started watching Hurricane Ian, which we all did. And we got that, didn't we? There were boats that were just tossed. And, and you know, this man was rescued miles away in a mango field. He rode out that storm on his boat. How brave. Or ridiculous. <laughs> but I was in the I was watching that. I shouldn't tell this, but it was on in the TV in the living room and I was typing at the computer my sermon and I started thinking about these scriptures about paying attention to Jesus. And in my friend Janie and I spent many, many, many hours as adults on Gulfport Lake in Gulfport, goes into Back Bay. They had a camp, her parents had a camp up on um, the Biloxi River. And we would take our moment to escape by getting in the old skiff and just sort of going out onto the water, just turning the boat off and we would just talk and laugh and do you know just our quiet time together. Well. On one particular Saturday afternoon, we didn't realize how far we had actually drifted. Because we had not tethered our boat to anything, but we had just slowly drifted away. And then, yes, we had forgotten to check the gas. And so we were out of gas. It was before cell phones. Um, there was nobody around, and we had to improvise and get ourselves back to a dock, somebody's dock, by using our flip-flops mm -hmm. as our paddles. But I thought that was pretty ingenious. <laughs> but we had drifted, and we didn't even know it. And that's what the writer of Hebrews is telling us. For this reason, we must pay much closer attention to what we have heard so that we do not drift away. You know, we hear so much these days 
so much chatter in our ears that we have to listen very closely. Very closely to what's being said so that we don't drift away. You know, there was that commercial some time ago about Calgon, take me away. Well, I guess that's what Joni and I were having our own Calgon moment till we weren't. But we didn't even realize we were drifting. It just happened so slowly. So we must pay attention. Who is it we are paying attention to? I love having children in church. You know, the writer of Hebrews just does not make this a cautionary tale. He talks about the seriousness of it. We must listen, obey, hear, open our ears and our heart to hear God to his word. Because if we don't, we begin that slow drift in our life where we drift and sometimes we elevate ourselves above God. Will God let you drift? Well, you know the answer to that. There are testimonies upon testimonies about people drifting away from God and the results of that. But we know the good news. He's throwing a lifeline out to us. He always is waiting for us to come back to him. You know, in the first chapter of Hebrews, we, it was a declaration. It was like a celebration of God's final word to the world. And that final word is Jesus Christ, the Son of God. He says the Son of God is the heir of all things. Through him, he created the worlds. He is the radiance of God's glory. The exact, not a close replica, but the exact imprint of God's very being. He sustains all things by his powerful word. It is through him he made the purification of our sins. And then he sat down at the right hand of God's majesty. And he sits there today. God has spoken by his son, the sustainer, the owner, the ruler, the redeemer of the world. There were no commands, if you listen, or if you read all the way through the first chapter of Hebrews. But, and it's like a Paul Harvey moment, right? But, the end of the story is this, you need to read chapter 2. Because it gives us a couple. We are to go beyond to accept Jesus. We are to go on beyond our belief as faithful followers of Christ. We must do something. 
we must believe. We must pay close attention to what we have heard. God has spoken through his son. Are we listening? There's a lot of clutter out there. A lot of things that we are more in tune to. One of them just fell on the floor, right? It has become an age where you, you just see people sitting around. They either have their iPad, their phone, their, now it's their watch. They're paying attention to a lot of things. Something else has their thoughts. Something else is feeding them words. But are they the truth? Jesus tells us, stay connected to me. I'm the one. Stay connected to the Father. He's the one. He says, you are connected me, to me. My sheep hear my voice. So are we really listening to someone else, to something else? Have our attention. Are we prepared to listen? You know, as children growing up, you, you know it. Or to your own children, you've experienced it. They seem to want to listen to everything else on the radio, the TV, the games, except you when you ask them to do something. I didn't hear you. Isn't that the answer you usually would get? I didn't hear you. Did you ever say that to your parents? I may have only gotten away with that once, but we don't ever listen. Is that a priority us? If we're not interested in it, we don't want to hear it. The truth. God's word may not always be interesting to us or what we're interested in, but it's what we have to listen to. Are you listening to God? Or are you slowly making that drift away from him? Listening and paying attention in this culture can be difficult. Years ago, and it was misquoted because they didn't quite get the whole story. The Beatles were asked in an interview about the Church of England and what they thought about the fact that the church was empty. But yet, every one of their concerts were sold out. What he said was not truly, we're bigger than God, if you study what he said. He went on to talk about that everybody could tell you about John, Paul, George, and Ringo. But very little, very few people could really tell you about Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. 
that says something about how we live our lives in this world. They are no longer listening. God's sheep are drifting away in a culture that no longer makes our Bibles important. People get them out for Sunday and then they park them just like the flying white jelly bean. Just like that man did. I get them out for Sunday but I'll park it for the rest of the week. Are you listening or are you drifting? Well, you can answer that. You know, one of my favorite authors, um, C.S. Lewis, I'm going to paraphrase from him from his book, The Screwtape Letters. He said, many would say the greatest sin is not being moral. Immorality. But he said, I'm going to tell you the greatest sin is drifting. Drifting away from your God. So make sure your line is tied tight to the one who speaks to you through his word. Amen and amen.